Hello, everybody. Um, I'm Brad Horton, and I am a pastor, a bivocational uh, real pastor in uh, in Georgia. I pastor a small church, Mount Carmel Baptist Church. We got an internet website, mcbaptistchurch.net, mcbaptistchurch.net. This is season one, episode one of the Rural Pastor Podcast, and what a year it has been. What a a year 2020 has been. Election year, uh, COVID year, uh, all of these different things that have happened that have uh, changed the way we meet and worship and the online uh, services and the podcasts and uh, Facebook Live and all of that. So uh, that is part of the reason that has brought on this idea of the Real Pastor Podcast because uh, it is an opportunity that we have to talk about important biblical truths, important things that affect the church, that affect us as Christians. And I wanted to take that opportunity to explore out of my comfort zone into the realm of technology that is available through most of the, of course, smartphones and things that we have today um, in order to uh, share some of these things with you. So I hope that it gets better. This is my first one, so I hope it gets better. I want to make things very practical. I want to make things that are very helpful to us as Christians and uh, uh, to help us grow in our knowledge of God not just in our knowledge about God. So I want to grow our knowledge of God, as the great uh, J.I. Packer once said in his book, Knowing God. So in episode one, season one, is where we are at. I want to uh, speak to you uh, on the subject of expository listening. Now, I am... A, a big um, a student of expository preaching, expositional preaching. And I have been uh, doing that now for almost 15 years, maybe a little less than that, still learning. Uh, I'm currently going through the book of James right now, uh, just going to uh, finish up uh, the first chapter this week. So, um, I'm a big uh, proponent of expository preaching. It does so much for the church. It does <clears throat> so much for the preacher who is preparing. So it is very, very, very beneficial. But something I think that is sort of overlooked, even for me, is uh, whenever I listen to other preachers and other teachers is what is expository listening? In other words, how important when we hear a message, a sermon, a lesson, or even as we read some theological books, or most importantly, as we read the Word of God, how important is is it for us to hear 
is to hear. Now, some pastors, some pastors um, spend on average, this is um, a poll that was taken recently, but some average uh, pastors average 20 to 30 hours per week preparing a Sunday message. Now, I am a bivocational pastor. I have a full-time job uh, working for a major delivery company, and uh, I work 50-plus hours a week doing that. I pastor a, a relatively small uh, church, a rural church, probably 50, 75 on Sunday mornings, maybe upwards of 75 and so I spend anywhere from seven to 10 hours a week, early morning, um, preparing and reading and studying, which I dearly cherish and love to do. I, uh, I am absolutely love that, and I cherish those moments. But there are some who spend that effort of 20 to 30 hours per week, and so we would think that it's sad if you spend that much time and effort to feed souls, to feed the sheep in your church, and it is often lost on inattentive listeners. What's worse, the Lord has designed the ministry of the preached word to be a special means of sanctification for his people. And that's truly when we read in James, being quick to hear, uh, slow to speak, slow to wrath, letting the Word of God, listening to the Word of God. So God has designed has designed the preaching of His Word to feed His sheep. So I want to, in this episode, I want to take the time to explore what it means to be an expositional listener. An expositional listener. God's Word, first of all, God's Word does God's work. So we have the Word of God, and we read it, we hear it being preached, we hear it being taught, and it has a work that no man and no uh, philosophy, no philosophical thinking can ever do. <clears throat> God's Word does God's work. The reason... We are attentive listeners. Should be that while many preachers spend years honing in the craft of their sermon preparation, which we all do, we want to get better at that. Uh, some attend postgraduate schooling, seminaries, and do all of that, which is commendable for sure. But we are never taught how to listen to an expository sermon. So listening to a sermon like reading or like preparing a sermon is a skill. 
It can be learned. Listening can be done well or it can be done poorly. <coughs> Excuse me. You may object to that assessment, saying that you have listened to many sermons, but any mother of young children can tell you that there is a world of difference between hearing and listening. Listening is more than just hearing the words. Listening involves processing, questioning, and criticizing, yes, criticizing what is being heard. I fear, though, that many Christians, including myself at times, have never truly listened to a sermon in detail. So what we have to answer is, what is the goal of listening? In other words, when we sit down and in a, in a church, we sit down in a, a conference or, or whatever the scenario is where we sit and listen to the Word of God, what is our goal in doing that? Perhaps, perhaps some of us have not placed a high importance on listening as we ought because we misunderstand the goal of listening to a sermon. Most people think that they've come to church, the pastor has saw them, everybody else has saw them, and everything is wonderful, that they've made their appearance, they've sat through a sermon. But let me ask you this question. How often have you been asked post-service, wasn't that a great sermon? But what makes the sermon great? Is it the sermon, is it that the sermon was short? Some would say that was a great sermon if your sermon was short. Is, that, is it that you learned something new? Is it that you, it made you laugh? Is it made, it made you cry? Is it that the preacher held your attention throughout? Now, there's nothing wrong with those things, but we must understand that the goal of listening to a sermon is not to be entertained, to learn Bible trivia, or to experience a range of motions. The goal of listening to a sermon is that you would have your mind transformed by the Word such that your life would be changed more into the image of Christ by the power of the Word applied by the Spirit of God. And you have some references, some scriptures of James 1.22 and Romans 12.2. That's, that's the goal. That's, that's what we want when we are expositorily listening to the Word. Matter of fact, let's, uh, let's read those verses so we have some reference to, reference to those scriptures. Let me look them up real quickly. James 1.22 But prove yourselves doers of the word and not merely hearers only who delude themselves. Now that's a powerful uh, verse from James. Don't just be a hearer only. 
but be a doer of the word and listening rightly, listening expositionally and listening so that the word of God transforms your life and it transforms your behavior and your conduct. It transforms how you think. It transforms how you respond. It transforms all of those things. When you begin to listen in that manner, it has an outward effect as well. So expository listening or expository sermon listening is very important. So there are three basic skills that we can look at to help us in our expositional listening and help us listen actively. Listen actively. Not passively. A passive listener sits in church and hopes that with enough coffee and if the pastor is really on his game, that he will go home with a few helpful takeaways from his Christian life. That's a passive listener. And that's someone who listens passively. That they hope they get a few little points, a few little tips, a few little quick X scripts so that they can continue and help them throughout their Christian life. They're not listening actively. They're not actively hearing the word. They're just hoping for something that will just be helpful to them. So there's some things though that we can, uh, we could, we have to really hope, you know, we have to do more than just simply sit there and hope a sermon point or two just happen to fall into our metaphorical, uh, catcher's glove, you know, that we get a good, a good point. So if you aren't listening actively, you're missing out. You, you cannot be a passive listener and really expect to grow in the Lord. You want to be an active listener. Well, there's a couple of things that I've learned. Uh, I would say over the years, not just only as a, as a pastor and ex- expositional preachers I prepare, but I've noticed in the church, those who are active listeners and those who are passive listeners, most of the time an active listener is somebody who is taking notes, taking notes. So just grab a a sheet of paper or notebook at the top of the page, write down the sermon title, the date, the preacher's name, the text he's preaching from, then simply follow along and outline the structure of the sermon as the preacher makes his points. But there's a key to that because even in my own messages, I don't often have defined one, two, three, four, five points. Sometimes they are one point with a lot of sub points. So it's important and I don't put the outline on the screen. I I just uh, don't put that up for various reasons, but there are many people who will, who will make notes of the transition in the sermon. They will make notes and make a good outlines. I've seen a couple in our church that do this. It's really, uh, he's got years of notes that he has taken. It's really quite interesting. But the key is, is when it, it, the, 
as the as the preacher is making and, and is preaching a sermon, um, it's not that you want to create some sort of historical record um, of the sermons that you have, like a stenographer, you know, like a church or a, excuse me, a court reporter. Um, a lot of people don't really look back years at the notes, but what it what it does is it gives you. Um, as you look at it that week, a lot of people will, after Sunday, they will use that as some of their study time. They'll study the text even more. They'll look at the notes. And if you've made some adequate notes, if you've made good notes, then you can go back and further study that, further look into that. Dig even more into the Word of God because you have listened actively and you have made notes from the scriptures and now you can further go and study that so the the point of taking notes during a sermon is so that you can look at it and sort of work it out you're seeking to take what the preacher is saying from the bible and combine it with what you already know of the bible and of your own christian life it's like scratch paper on a math test. You're just working it out. Those notes are simply the forge where the sermon and your knowledge are melded together such that your understanding grows and your sanctification is fueled. So that's the point of taking notes. It's not to have a historical record of that, although that's certainly useful. But the point is, when you take notes and when you hear the points, you take what you know and studied over the years and what you know and you compare those and you mail them together, like forge them together and see, man, this, this Word of God is alive. Secondly, you want to listen with questions. Now, I know people that just want to constantly try to uh, find something wrong with the pastor. If that's your purpose of listening, then certainly I think you have ulterior motives. And certainly there are times where a pastor, even myself, has either said some wrong unintentionally, misinterpreted a text, misspoke of a text, and through a question that has helped me resolve that biblically. So when I say you want to listen with questions, that is to say that a good listener, an active listener, is being engaged. And being engaged means asking good questions. Like what? Well, first is what is this sermon about? What is the sermon about? A good expository sermon has one main point. A thesis, which is drawn from the text, although it may be supported by other texts, but you have a, a thesis, you have a point, and the pastor comes right out and tells it at times. Other times he doesn't. It may be more difficult to discern. But the questions you want to answer is, what is the thesis or the proposition being argued in the sermon? What is the point of that sermon? What is the point of that sermon? In other words, how do I know? 
Well, you're actively listening. That, in turn, leads to more questions. Once you have the point and you have identified that point, second, you may ask, well, this is sort of where I fall in line uh, in, my <coughs> in my outline, is how do, how do the sub-points of the sermon support the main text? In other words, you have a point, and then he has further sub-points, and then you begin asking the question. Your job as a listener, your job as a listener is to take that, maybe that skeleton of an outline that you've been given and put it together through the subpoints, to the notes that you have taken. There should be a clear connection between the subpoints and the main thesis. You should also try to follow the argumentation with the subpoints in the scripture. What passage is he using to support this point? I use a lot of scripture when I make my points and when I draw them out, I reference and cross-reference and try to give the whole of understanding of the point that we see in the scriptures. How does this follow the biblical text which the sermon is based on? Are the texts supported by um, this point? What areas in my life need to change because of these truths? Those are good questions because once you have become an active listener and a hearer and a doer of the word, you ask those questions. How does this change how I understand who God is? Because his word is powerful and it is the purpose of changing and refining. Now there's uh, one uh, final point that I want to make. Um, and it's, I want to be careful with it because some can take it the wrong way. I want to listen critically. Listen critically. Part of being a good listener is not just asking questions, but questioning the sermon itself. Did the pastor prove his proposition? Did he really say did what he excuse me? Did what he say say really come from the text of the Bible? And that's an important one. A lot of preachers they preach um, soapbox sermons. That's what I call them. Are there passages that you know of which will contradict his conclusions? I'm not saying that you should be a pest who is simply waiting for the pastor to mess up, but you should be good Bereans, Acts chapter 17, verse 11. You want to be discerning. Is there something you're missing? Perhaps the preacher misspoke or was simply wrong. Find the answer. Work it out. Do some chewing. Do some listening. Hear actively. Not passively, but actively. Listen. There's nothing wrong with questioning. There's nothing wrong with asking critical questions. Like if the pastor spoke of something that you thought, think is wrong or he said something that is not correct, then certainly go to him <clears throat> and say, uh, look, I was listening and uh, <clears throat> I heard something. I want to clarify that with you. I want to look at the Bible together. Listen carefully. Sometimes I think I'm probably too much of a 
critical listener. Um, I very rarely listen to my own sermons. In fact, hardly ever because I don't like to hear my voice. I don't like to, but I do make notes and I ask questions. And I ask people, is there anything about the sermon that, uh, that you want to bring out that we used to do this before all the COVID took place and, um, the limited gatherings we would uh i would spend about 10 to 15 minutes on a sunday afternoon we'd have a bible study on sunday night i'd spend 10 to 15 minutes on a sunday afternoon and i'd say look what about the sermon today what about the sermon today um got your attention what what is it about the sermon that really made you think what is it about the sermon that made you look deeper into the scripture or think more about it i don't want to be uh, up there just bumping my gums, I want to be faithfully, I want to be a faithful expositor of the Word of God, and I want the Word of God, and I want people to hear and listen and actively apply that so that they can be no more of God, not just more about God. So, are you listening expositionally? Are you listening expositionally? So, when you listen to your pastor this Sunday, listen expositionally. God bless you and thank you for listening to the first Real Pastor Podcast, Episode 1, Season 1. You can contact us, mcbaptistchurch.net. You can go there, click on contact, you can email uh, and get in touch with us. Watch our sermons on Facebook Live on our Mount Carmel Baptist Church, Temple, Georgia, uh, Facebook page. Thank you and God bless.